Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. It's the summer of love. <laughs> it returns. I'm Eric. The summer of love. I love that. Uh, it took me a second, but I get it now. I'm Charlie. <laughs> I'm. Uh, He's referencing Susanna Love. I love Susanna Love, man. <laughs> I thought we had just talked about Devonsville Terror like three months ago. Apparently, it's been last summer. Yeah, since we close hit to up. A year. I'm going to say it now. The Boogeyman. Devonsville Terror. Is this the best husband-wife duo in filmmaking? Are they better than Francis McDormand, Ethan Cohen? Yeah, they're up there. Exactly. Yeah. This is another Uli Lomel, Susanna Love horror movie. Mm-hmm. I love this story. I love their story. I love that these movies exist. This is a husband-and-wife genre film partnership. These are some like genre freaks here. These are total freaks from weird worlds, man. Yeah. Uli Lomel was like a fast bender protege you know a man who makes real movies Mm -hmm. like actual movies high art and i just love that uli loma like worked under fast bender and then he's like i'm gonna make my own fear eats the soul (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna make the boogeyman i'm gonna you know around the time fast is doing like uh like the marriage of Maria Braun, <laughs> Uli Lobel's like, I got something going too. <laughs> yeah, I'm also working in movies still. You're, oh, you're working with Braun? Yeah, I got a guy I'm thinking about working on. I got the I met the this, boogeyman. I met this Vassar girl who's an heiress. She's just gonna yeah. pay to pay me to make these movies, dude. That's like, what tripped me out when we were talking about Devonsville Terror. I remember that being like, Susanna loves like a Dupont heiress. Yeah, and she's making these just fifty thousand dollar. Low oh, budget come on, come on. This is like four hundred thousand okay, dollars okay. at least. Like okay. this is but close she's to a half mil. But it's real money. money though. Right, right. Real money. To find a girl that would sink fifty thousand dollars mm-hmm. into your horror movie called The Boogeyman. Imagine that pitch. <laughs> hey babe. Like it's called The Boogeyman. Like already it's just like Oof. No, it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna start out like Halloween. It's a Going to look like a bunch of other movies, but uh, we're going to make some money. If I had gone to Vassar, I would have told so many girls that I was like a Fassbender protege. I listened to Slater Kinney. Yeah, I worked for Rainier Werner Fassbender, actually. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, oh, shit. I would lie about it. Yeah. That might work at Vassar. Right? But on a girl that looks like Susanna Love? Oh, my God. Uli Lobo must be the most charming dude in history, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You get a DuPont heiress to fund your, like, dog shit horror career? What a legend. <laughs> no, wait, we like these No, guys. I know, man. That's great. This guy has made, he's gone on to this, like, not a Neil Breen level, but, like, he's one of those dudes that got these pictures financed that actually played in theaters. Mm-hmm. Boogeyman was a big success for an independently financed horror movie that time. And this is but 1980. This, 1980. We're not right. talking this, about the new Boogeyman. This was, Sorry, kids. Oh, right. Yeah, I just saw the new Boogeyman, which is defiantly so-so. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> On purpose. On just, like, proudly sucky. Mm. It has, like, five minutes of the original Stephen King source material. And then since it's a modern PG-13 horror movie, it's like, 
they're going to want a bunch of mom trauma. Mm-hmm. It's going to be about a divorced mom or a dead mom. And the teens are going to get into an argument with their dad about how they're all processing their dead mom trauma. Has to be in there. That sounds terrifying. It's awful, <laughs> man. It, a prospect is sitting through another mom trauma movie like, she's not coming back, dead. Like, oh, oh God. I got to say, The Boogeyman 1980 starts off with a pretty bad mom. But this movie does mom trauma right, dude. All this modern just like going back to school and somebody being like, Emily's mom's dead. And just like, fuck. The Boogeyman. So Susanna Lowe. I mean, what a combination. Her working with Uli. Because God bless her. Like, I think he's like a pretty good director. He knows how to frame all this. Like, I like the looks of Devonsville. I like his use of dark. I like his natural lighting, which is probably due to budget reasons. But <laughs> probably works natural es- sound too. <laughs> yeah, works especially well. Yeah, there's always like a hum mm-hmm. when you're when you're watching a Lomo Love joint. This thing is only available SD on Amazon Prime. <laughs> there is no high definition yeah. version of 1980 Boogeyman. Vinegar Syndrome finally put out Devonsville. Oh, really? Ray. Yeah. Oh, nice. And it, but Finally, not, not right? the boogeyman. No, no. I think maybe it's probably coming. Out. It's only a matter of time. Come on, right? guys. They've put out Olivia, one of the other great. That's mm. like Uli Lomo and Susanna's loves like to palm a movie. Susanna loves. How many movies did they do? Four, five. Okay. Yeah, they were. I a, thought it was just they these were a two. partnership. Yeah. So yeah, even though she, you know, is a billionaire, and didn't need to do any of this. That's way better. Well, maybe that's, you know, that's like the freeing thing about the, the she can be the weirdo that she wants to be because she doesn't have to worry about paying the bills. I love the idea of this gorgeous, odd charisma woman who's very wooden as an actress, <laughs> but also has like just a charm. I'm all, I said mm-hmm. this a zillion times in Devonsville. I am just always <laughs> charmed by this woman. She kind of sounds dumb sometimes. Well, but really sweetly, they, yeah, they've got a bit of an East Coast like thick accent that drops in in, in on this one. It's more a, than I remember in Devonsville, anyways. For all of Stephen King's movies that exclusively focus on Maine, Susanna Love really gets in there and captures that like coastal Maryland vibe. Yeah, you know the like Southern Delaware horror <laughs> vibe that doesn't exist mm-hmm, in any exactly. other kind of regional horror. Right, it's like East Coast farmland. You know, New England, Cape Cod kind of feel. Yeah, um, you know, it's got to be super like, close to Philadelphia, except it's also on like just you know that little inlet, the uh-huh. Delaware and Virginia. And all those states are just there, and so it's that like we don't <laughs> we're so used to our coast, we never think about the Midwest and the East Coast kind of beaches, and yeah. yeah Susanna Love capturing that New England beach community horror vibe. Fucking yes. <laughs> this German dude convincing this woman to sink. Imagine telling your Maybe dad. she convinced him. I mean, maybe this is all her, you know. She gets the screenplay credit on this. I saw that. Like, I get if you're dating a dude that worked on, like, the bitter tears of Petra von Kant. Telling that to your equestrian-minded Bob. No, man. <laughs> Criterion is all uh, yeah. fast bender. That's where this guy was headed. That's where Uli Lomo was headed. Mm. Until he met Until Susanna. he met Susanna Love. What a story. Maybe Going to, like, Studio 54 together. Working with they Warhol. Probably, like, dropped acid. Yeah, yeah and then man. just changed his whole... Want to make, make a movie with Richard Hell? Because this feels like a yeah. movie that could be kind of an acid trip of a, of a head trip. There's a lot of... 
Well, there's a lot of like pretty unsettling stuff going on. Then there's a lot of really strange, trippy lights and color changes and yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a it's a un, it's, it's like a professional but cheap production. Mm-hmm. It, but it's this great kind of normalcy. Like remember the small town life in Devonsville. Mm-hmm. Paul from Cheers. This one has the same like the town. seven people around a dinner table, <laughs> Dude. slurping soup at dinner table. Scene, man. <laughs> but Uli Lowell has this cool way of making things just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of oh weird God, realism yes. in the stilted deliveries that are all through this. A lot of realism and regional flair from like when you look up, oh, this guy was so good. And it's like, oh, it's the only thing he did. All these people are just main summer stock characters, you know, and everybody in it is in like one thing. Her husband, Jake, the fake, uh, sure. fake Starsky and Hutch, David yeah, Soul exactly. kind of guy, handsome Seymour Cassell. He seemed like, yeah, he, yeah, he could have been like the next Devane or something. He was almost there. Not f- good call on the William Devane, but all these are nobodies. The yeah. mom. Oh, my God. The mom trauma that this movie starts with. I loved this slutty 1960s mom. Not knowing, what a broad. Yeah, not knowing anything about this movie going in except the Oh, yeah, title. you're a new... I keep I, I shoving no you into these... <laughs> Suzanne, I love made like six <laughs> movies. And I know I'm going to want to talk about all of them. Well, it's like, yeah, The Boogeyman is such a generic concept that it this could be anything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is a nothing. new take oh, on You the only knew it was a love Lomel exactly. affair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this opening with the mom and her lover... And the kids spying in on them and the man tying up the boy. And the boy's not even, like, the the, the sounds they don't little, make. Yeah, man. Right? Like, you were just saying, like, stilted, but, like, the boyfriend or lover man never says a word. Never seems to have any emotion on his face. They Wearing see the kids peeing over his head. Yeah, he's got the pantyhose over his head. He doesn't seem to enjoy it. They've got a whole bottle, you know, they're, they're drinking the bottle of alcohol. Oh, swigging and, the booze. Yeah, man. And mom is they're just okay with this guy tying her son up. Just and... a hot mom, though. Just getting railed while the kids watch, right? With her red lipstick, that pencil skirt. Yeah. He knows how to make it so weird and so uncomfortable. It was so weird. It's so unpleasant. Yeah, it Remember really. How I was getting, some like, of the sex stuff was in Devonsville. I was getting concerned. I was like, where is this going? Yeah. And he then, just makes uh, it weird. Yeah, the kid's like writhing in the bed. He's gagged, but he's not like crying out or making any noise. They're just silently like tying this kid to a <laughs> yeah, bed. Yeah, just it's like, softly, feebly What am I getting into here? Well, the mom's just kind of like wearing one one in the daughter in the doorway. The, the young daughter who ends up being Susanna Love 20 years later, she's like just kind of sitting there watching it. And then the daughter goes and grabs a knife from the kitchen. And you're like, huge knife. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And then she unties the brother. And then the brother goes Michael Myers on the boyfriend. And that's how it starts. It's a great opening. And it was, I was like, what have I gotten into here? Yeah. Cause it was, yeah, dark and upsetting. And, uh, he knows how to make it so uncomfortable. It was, on you know, budget. even though it was kind of like the same, you know, Halloween opening of a kid killing someone that didn't have that same, like, ooh, it it's had its this, own thing, right? It it's its really, own cool thing. Yeah. Like, this movie was a hit, supposedly. The financial figures are dodgy on, on a movie like this. <laughs> you know, is possible that. I'm sure for tax reasons, Uli is not telling everyone exactly how much he made. And plus, heiresses are good at, like, they're good at laundering. Her family laundered money at some point. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna launder money in a movie called The Boogeyman. You don't become obviously. like a multi billionaire 
family without a little... Uh... There's a little embezzlement and a little laundering. <laughs> These people are f- funny with money. I know it. <laughs> it's true, but... Yeah. You're this movie takes heavily from Halloween and is basically a Amityville horror sequel. Yeah. So that's while, what it really while becomes. totally aiming to be both of those things, it is its own complete weird thing. Mm-hmm. The non-actors... With the use of a totally different environment with a lot of daytime. Devonsville was such a dark-ass movie out in this Puritan community. And this is just people hanging around a farm during the day and hanging out at the worst-looking beach. There's like afternoon kills. Yeah, just... Filled uh... with afternoon, broad daylight (laughs) kills. And I love how stupid the idea of this movie is, but how committed they are to doing the movie. So sure. much so that we get several exposition scenes about mirror lore. <laughs> so this feels so much like an Amityville movie. You remember in the 80s yeah, when the... you would just casually bring up, you know, Mama said uh, a mirror sees everything it, they... it has. <laughs> yeah, you're doing that girl it? dirty. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's up in like well, New England. That's how I Total hee-haw. Like, <laughs> Charlie, they only went to Virginia, you know. I definitely They're... am not going to try to do a, a hee-haw or a Maine accent. These Maine East Coast These nor'easters, right? These coastal communities in Maryland. But... The score by Tim Krog, who did the great Devonsville terror score, which I don't think was ever okay. released. Which yeah, I figured man, it had to be the same. That movie. synth line when the torchlit villagers are marching along their river, like wow, mm-hmm. that's a shot. And this score is like a famous score within the the horror community, right? This is a really good score. Really good. Really the, another like kind of acid feeling take on like a John Carpenter synth. These whiny, slower kind of Carpenter synths that are, the timing is so off on these songs, whereas Carpenter is so good about hitting those staccatos, mm-hmm. right? Especially the Halloween score going in with all those like bouncing staccato ones. Yeah. And Tim Krog does a clear Carpenter, the title track is a clear Halloween remix. But aren't they all like in the Yeah, 80s, I right? mean, we all, we're all using the same synths, but Krog brings this kind of whiny like wispy quality to his mm-hmm. instead of the sharp staccatos of carpenter so he uses like the same progressions but they're all in these different blurry ways and lomo is this guy who's always going to throw in just pad a movie with a couple of dream sequences mm. get suzanne love in her underwear yeah he's padding an 80 it. minute movie in this <laughs> you can make fun of this guy's cheap work but the pacing of both Devonsville Terror and Boogeyman are two of the things that make both stand out. Like these are 80 minute movies that jump into things pretty quick mm-hmm. and move through at a really good clip. There are long, weird, drawn out scenes, but they always feel really well placed within uh, some always kind of shocking murders. These, these two movies are very effective. For kind of being made fun of. Yeah. No, I... for The acting is so wooden that, like, it doesn't even matter at a certain point. It becomes this different level of performance art. And I love Devonsville so much. I've seen Boogeyman four times, and every time it's just like, I forget how much I'm into this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's specific kind of weirdness. With the score, with all the Amityville riffs. I with love, the mom trauma. With the mom trauma. <laughs> Gotta get that ma trying. With both of the love siblings... This is like if yeah. Rooney and Kate Mara are in a movie together. I, I was going to say, yeah, Nicholas Love, right? Her, yeah. Her brother. More wooden than Susanna. Well, he's I a mute. Her. You got to, 
I mean, you know it's that's bad how you work when they're like, that. we're going to just have to make your brother a mute. You're going to be not saying much. <laughs> we'll right? Krusty's not going to be saying anything or doing anything. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the, the use of the real horror visuals interspersed with this just kind of like community theater weirdness. The lover that's railing the hot mom with the stocking pulled over at first, we get a woman removing her stocking hot then put mm-hmm. it over a weird dude's head worse suddenly it's way worse him doing the sharp pivot to the window that these kids were staying the whole thing was shot like a dream it's uh it whole makes you feel very, it's got that very cool like makes you feel like the voyeur like it was it, it was just like there were so many times in this movie i was like i'm not supposed to be seeing this like this is uh behind yeah. closed doors kind of stuff here one thing i learned about mirrors in this movie <laughs> mm. apparently this is deep mirror lore where if a mirror, <laughs> everything that a mirror sees is stored with it. So this is real, like, mirrors have souls lore. It's like dark Pixar. That's that's the basic premise of the boogeyman, right? That he's a, sure. a, he's mirror, a mirror creature. Monster. Or a, a mirror breaks and the souls of the mirror Man, come out. you know how much shit would be unleashed every day if that was true? They take this premise and they're just like, we're going to need to explain about the mirrors a bit uh-huh. more. And it kind of works. Because they're so committed to this mirror lore. <laughs> and the mirror... Well, so the mirror basically will possess people. And yeah. they either kill themselves or kill others. Leads or... to a lot of bad, violent stuff. Yeah. And the way they commit to it, the way they make this violent stuff work in between all the strange goings-on. Mm-hmm. The importance of the mirror lore. We can't joke about the mirror lore. Right, if we're gonna no. take this seriously, sure, you gotta take it seriously. Mirrors are—they are creepy, though. They can be creepy if you think about it. And the way this movie had them always in the background, uh, always witnessing things. They did some great double, ex- like shots, kind of things of the yeah. reflection as part of the shot. You the, know, uh, the where scene where the girl scissors herself. You're like, <laughs> I think we can clean that up. <laughs> well, okay, stabs herself with scissors. Uh, you can, yeah, you're kind of the. Michael Myers, like breathing, yes. you know, first person camera in the uh, well because we get hallway, around having like... this murderous human mm-hmm. by by just having a murderous nothing. It's all very supernatural, and after the first ten minutes, feeling very Halloween, we go into a clear Amityville thing. Mm-hmm. It's basically a haunted house. It's the movie. same house, it's supernatural. They, they have the same like uh... they do a, two exact shots of the Amityville house eyes. Yeah, does every house up there look like that? Yeah, it's a certain type of design that i'll never be able to come up with but it's like a cape <laughs> cod there, design right? okay, yeah sure absolutely uh, I'm sure all the made is like like a thousand miles away from this but it all just feels that area might as well have been utica poughkeepsie this, this, whatever. i think this was all just shot in la anyways right that probably just was like oh a, no a prop you can't house. get some of these accents and some of those people and the terrain just like houses with like one acre lawns mm-hmm. you know that's all that area and yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like when you that horror wasp vibe that yeah. they got right. It just made me think of uh, you know, the gate where it's like all the houses are that same kind of brown stone. Yes, or just the way everything in uh, Stir of Echoes is all like brick Chicago. It's like sometimes you could just see it. Oh, Sir, and, like, Stir of Echoes, the Kevin Bacon yeah. uh, ghost molester one. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. A lot of that brick. was better than I did it justice there it's with a ghost one. molesting. <laughs> better than that. Bad ghost. But this is basically just a supernatural Michael Myers. 
It's Michael Myers without the budget for a dude as Michael Myers, mm-hmm. right? In the middle of an Amityville movie. So there's like a bunch of Amityvilles. And this has oh, to yeah. be... It, this is at well, least the fourth best It's like Amityville. some sort of thing where it's like you don't have to pay for the license. So you yeah. can just kind of make it your own Amityville. Use it. There's tons, right? Yeah. But of the official oh, yeah. ones, I guess, the I official six like or seven... Several dozen, though. This is but at yeah, least official, fourth official. best Amityville movie. Mm-hmm. You could argue third. One and two are tough to topple. After that, it's wrestling with Amity Six. It's about time. It's about time. It's about time. Yeah. Which is one of the greatest horror movies ever. So I don't know if it's better than It's About Time. But it uses that same principle as all the Amityville direct video ones, which mm-hmm. are like, so we can't use the house. But Nobody would live a, in that house. We found a similar house, and it has like a clock from mm-hmm. the other house. So then they just started saying it's like a thing that came from there. The haunted Everything's object. haunted. Yeah. The haunted object from there. They're all haunted. Yeah. Susanna Love and her brother, they live together. Susanna Love's married. She's got a kid. Some old people live there. We do a big jump there. forward. There's an aunt, an uncle. There's uh, like seven people in this house, and they all love soup. They love soup. They love just taking their time cutting a bird I love at the, the table. It's You could laugh at <laughs> how much filler a real-time dinner scene is, but I love the kind of weird shot on video not shot on this scratchy film david lynch vibe of just a real-time awkward conversation dinner of a lot of close-ups of people slurping corn chowder yeah seven or eight people just eating soup in real time crammed into a shot yeah just people like elbow to elbow just and then he's cutting this turkey with a big knife and you keep seeing pheasant uh willie <laughs> the brother isn't uh looking at the knife so to me the filler really uh the, my favorite filler in the movie is after that scene when uh willie grabs the knife and then we see he's got a collection of knives oh, in man. his drawer what a drawer full of <laughs> he goes, knives this goes up to has. his room and we just see him just like polishing some knives puts the knife away i'm like are they missing? Do they notice the, li- the so knives keep kn- going missing? And then he just feeds like his tarantula and just yeah. kind of hangs out. Willie's got that mom's trauma. After killing mom's lover. He hasn't spoken in 20 years. Is that it? He just, after that night. Just, so he didn't yeah. go full Michael Myers. He's like, I'll just he's not shut inhuman, my mouth. But he's a weird farmer kid mm-hmm. that can't talk for a reason. You know, this guy must have sounded like a... Couldn't say a line to save his life, right? <laughs> There's no way this ki- this mute Willie was a thing. They're like, we can. He's got to be in the movie. That's well, he, why the parents gave us. He the must money be to an, do this. an heir, right? He has he's to be, he's yeah. part of the family. Yeah. So, this yeah. had to be an agreement though, where the parents want you got to put your brother in it. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna give you the money. You got to put your brother in it. I don't want Nikki Love hanging around the house all summer. <laughs> Take him with you. Right Take in a brother. Nikki character. with you. Go to go to Virginia Beach. Because really the. The the whole thing is like the brother, you know, is disturbed and this and that. It's like he doesn't really do anything. Nothing really happens with the brother until that couldn't have been done without him there at all. I know. We we don't really need Nikki, I guess, no, right? Suzanne really could have just carried the trauma in this movie. She screams in like seven different scenes. A lot of screaming. This she is does a, a lot of weird like goblin noises too. Yeah, that stuff great. was great. That's what it was. It's just so like. Yeah, the way she's willing to put herself out on camera doing this, like she gets really weird in some of these. I can scenes. never say that she. I love that she. De- she doesn't like debase herself, but she clearly like doesn't give a shit, right? 
I'm sure she took acting class. I'm not saying she doesn't give a shit about her acting. I mean, she'll like, yeah, I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. I'll do whatever. She feels like kind of a carny. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll put some some exploitative shit in these movies. Like, she didn't have to be naked in uh, Devonsville Terror. You, Why would you need to be? At that point, you're just like, no, my tits in this movie just make it better. <laughs> we're making money here. I'm, I'm p- coupling up with this German dude. Mm-hmm. Like, we're making horror movies here. It feels like she believes in the project. And I love it. Yeah. It gives it, it makes it so much better. It makes it so much more fun to buy into it. Exactly. And for a silly movie about a broken mirror unlocking a, like a ghost mm-hmm. monster, like a ghost Jason, there's a lot of real clever stuff in this movie. This is fun. The kills start mounting up pretty quick once this broken mirror comes by. You you talk about your favorite shot being Willie's drawer with like eight knives in it. <laughs> yeah. His family is missing their sharpest knives. You know when your <laughs> bread knife is gone, I right? I just imagine them every week just being like, where'd that damn knife go? Yeah, why do we keep I just bought three new knives. <laughs> oh, well. But then, Couldn't it be the uh, guy that already stabbed someone 20 years ago? Yeah, everybody's really cool about the stabbing. Everybody really like got like got over it. Yeah. What's up with Michael Myers has to go to a mental institution for 25 years? Willie just gets to live on the farm? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, we haven't talked to mom in 20 years. Just like, man, you guys just got a sweet... You got to be moved out of the place. Maybe because of the extenuating circumstances. Yeah, they could have gotten No one tied Michael up to the bed and abused him. Yeah, there should be more movies looking at Michael's side of things. Those are always really good. (laughs) <laughs> I like. <laughs> you know what we should do with Michael Myers? Forty-five minute intro about him as a kid. <laughs> yeah, people are gonna want to see him at seven. <laughs> so I like that we only got Willie's dead eyes at seven for you know that opening scary, scary scene, and then into that whiny, drifty, kind of breezy Tim Krog score. It's got these great vibes. Every Uli Lomel movie, as if you're just watching it on VHS. Oh, yeah. And Krog's score, I can never figure out if it's just because the tape is slightly warped so the timing comes off. Because it's not these crisp, like, he kind of gets off beat in a couple mm-hmm. things. Sometimes it feels like he comes in early. It's like, is that was there a glitch in the tape? Or like the cutting is just a little strange on it. Yeah, yes. I know what you mean. And it, and it gives it such this extra bit of atmosphere. And well, yeah, the the sound at least on the the Amazon Prime you can get it for like two dollars right now. <laughs> you don't even do the three ninety nine; it's just the one ninety nine yeah. SD. It's like seven bucks if you want to just buy it. But amazing, uh, yeah. The picture is original print quality. The sound sounds like one track. It sounds like they had one track to put everything on it. You can't have shit overlap. I love those mono track yeah. horror soundtracks where people are just talking over each and other and silence. sometimes the music. If like, there's nothing going on, it's just silent. <laughs> yeah, until you notice the hissing. And then, yeah, then there's a hiss and then someone in the back will be like, I love it. Burr. It's so like just honest. Hmm. It's raw, man. Maybe that's what he took from, from Fassbender. Just mm-hmm. that mise-en-scene quality, right? Lomel's just in the moment. We don't have lighting for this shot. Fucking start filming. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't gone over the lines for this. We'll make it into a movie. It's okay. They did all of uh, John Carradine's scenes in one day, I heard. Sure. I think Carradine did that for the last like 
yeah. 18 to 20 But then I was surprised he shows up like four times. Yeah. In four they, different little, like, he's the doctor who's, you know, the psychiatrist or someone who's telling Susanna Love, you got to go back to your you gotta childhood home. You got to your childhood trauma. Face your fears. Uh, and then Susanna Love sees the mirror and sees the boyfriend in the mirror with the pantyhose on coming to get her. Yeah, the mirror. She breaks the mirror. For some reason, they bring the mirror back to their house. Jake that is one I so insistent about this mirror. He's trying. He's listening to Carradine and really wants her to confront yeah. this. Bringing thing. the broken mirror home. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not sure I get on board. And How? just putting it up in the kitchen. Yeah, right it's over the like counter. It's not like it's like in the garage or the barn. Plus, here, we come in. Here's where we all sit we come several in, hours a day. Let's we, put it right here. <laughs> this is where our soup eating gets done. <laughs> this is where I smoke cigarettes and then eat dinner oh at God. the same table. How hot was she smoking cigarettes? God, <laughs> she's the hottest woman. How unsexy was the husband smoking the cigarette with his little, like, Oh, yeah. How do Jake, you do? I don't know. Jake had the denim on denim look down. Oh, I really like Jake's I find look. that just so, like, in the kitchen. Dude. Just, Every on the dining table. Every Ugh. woman in this movie is like the hot. Is this what all women look like in New Hampshire? Susanna Love can make just blue jeans and a white ship to shore blouse. Mm-hmm. Just look like this woman is the cool man when she's sitting out on that fence smoking a cigarette, wearing the white blouse. Like, god damn it! <laughs> this woman does belong on film. This woman should have gotten yeah. more work. I like the I like yeah the, when the, she's got the, the jean jacket and the summer earlier. dress. I like them. Shit! Oh, the two girls at the end. The two sisters are great. The two sisters with the bratty younger brother. I like that whole family. Yeah, the two sisters are great. The, the two girls, the girls on at the, the beach lake. are amazing. The girl in the barn who almost gets choked out. What a farmer's girl going to pick up the <laughs> eggs and getting they hit all just getting the, Darth Vader up into the air one. by Willie. <laughs> all of these girls and again, so Willie almost kills this girl. Michael Myers choke out style, lifting her up, and then she gets away. She's like, "You're crazy!" and runs off. <laughs> yeah, and you're crazy. no, no cop closer, ever shows get... up. No, no one ever shows up to go like, "Hey, you, uh, you really hurt this girl." Willie, <laughs> Willie skates on a lifetime no, of bad behavior. Nothing. He gets away. Willie's just... out here painting all the mirrors black. Total psycho behavior, and everyone's just like, "You got to clean the mirrors, Willie." Man. That shot of when his mom catches him or his aunt catches him or his caretaker, mm-hmm. where he's got half the mirror painted black and you see her reflection and his is just blackness. And just the slow way he's like puts the brush on. He's just kind of like dabbing it on the mirror. It's like, I don't know. There was something, there were so many things where people were just moving in like slow motion sometimes, it felt <laughs> like in this movie. It's very strange. It's a, the pacing is so, you know, the movie. It's a brisk movie. Devonsville, I'm always shocked. It's just like, oh, yeah, the movie, the final scene's mm-hmm. like coming up. I really, I just love the progression of it. And I love her. Sl- she's so different in that movie because she's the woman who just knows everything. She's the, the this 300-year-old witch who slyly blows into town and handles every situation with these guys. They're the ones just drooling and stumbling over themselves. When her and her sick ass like red Karen O mullet moves into town, just like what is this babe doing here? What is happening? Yeah. Every guy is just suddenly like humming a hum, like tongue unrolling <laughs> out of their mouths. Right? Every dude in the movie has constantly got like a sweaty upper lip, just, just like, like uh, I got that tea you ordered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I brought a violin. I brought my violin. <laughs> if we're hmm. and in this movie, she's so just like on edge. Mm-hmm. Panicked, she's nervous, having the nightmares. Yeah, she's she doesn't know what's going on. She's losing her mind. She's seeing things. 
she people can, are dying. She can make a pair of blue jeans and like just a <laughs> flannel top look so cool. Man, just sitting in the kitchen smoking. God, I would let her smoke in my kitchen all day. God, I don't doubt it. And <laughs> when they chew, when she wrecks that mirror, those girls were so accommodating. That one was like a northeastern Karen Allen. Yeah, the main girl was a Karen Allen. The other girl, talk about crazy. The one that scissors herself. Mm-hmm. Disgusting, by the way. Yeah. When the mirror control, because once Susanna Love just hauls out on the mirror that she witnessed her. Yeah, they, they go to her childhood murder. home pretending to be like prospective buyers, and that sisters let them in. Oh yeah, look around, make yourself at home. Which first of all, is like, family what? is so accommodating. Yeah, these teen they, girls just these girls they got nothing better to do than just like be cool with some strangers walking around. And then yeah, if the people you let just kind of tour your house, then took a chair to a mirror and just started screaming, it'd be like, all right, get the fuck out of here. Is this like nor'easter, like polite? It gotta be. They'll talk. They maybe they'll talk shit about you, like the church potluck. But they'll like, yeah, don't worry about it. this. But mirror like, was here when we moved in. Even after Susanna Love and and uh, Jake or whatever Jake, her husband sure. is, yeah. Even after they leave, somehow Jake and, Jake convince and them to take the mirror. They're like, sorry, Dude, we broke this. We'll take it. The craziest thing. What I'm dying. So I love Lomo's choice of editing uh-huh. usually. But we get to see Jake assembling the final piece oh, under man. the mirror that Susanna Love broke into like a thousand pieces. I wanted to see thing. the montage of him doing this puzzle in the kitchen. This thing. That thing was so bust up. He took every single piece back. I needed to see the well, except one. Except one, except which one caused shard. a shit ton of but nightmares. But so even after they leave, it's like the sisters, they don't even talk up. They're not even like, can you believe that shit? <laughs> That lady just hauled off and this broke was, our... I think she was crazy. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, you know, I heard a, a mirror breaks. All, I the, am, all the souls girl, come man, out. buddy. This poor girl, these girls were so charming. And Charlie's just turned them into fucking The dukes. <laughs> and uh, Charlie, they live in a nice sorry, place. I'm like sorry, they got, they, They're okay. But the one girl that, that the scissors get possessed, that's a cool way. Instead of just having the boring-ass shower scene, the shard of a glass... Former lover forcing the girl to like cut her blouse open. That's so much more sleazy. Mm-hmm. Lomo always goes sleazier. Oh, yeah. And he got like an heiress to be like, I agree with this guy's sleazy <laughs> horror vision. I'll do it. So that girl later went on to be a huge success. Oh. She never acted again. Jane Pratt playing Jane in the movie. There's okay. like five people in this movie that play their real name. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. That's when you know we're in like a. All right, everybody's thinking they're another character. We got to get these non-actors back on. We just we're going by names now. The, yeah, everybody's their name. Well, it's probably based... what's worse than a non-actor, quote unquote, acting right? Like they're yeah. probably going so just over make the them top. more natural. Yeah, and so while everything's still Jane, it also feels kind of natural in these boring conversations mm-hmm. they have. But that woman, Jane Pratt, made Sassy Magazine. Do you know women? Oh, she women made it. She made Sassy Magazine. I was like, oh, she magazine. made the cover. Good and for her. And then made Jane Magazine after Sassy. Oh, oh. Jane Magazine yeah, is like huge. Sure. That's for all the girls who read like Sassy who are now 30. Yeah, yeah. So she was, she's like a huge female entrepreneur who also like cut her tank top open. Man, those scissors got really close to her tits too. Like, this guy's talking Scary. and doing these things. Well, that was, yeah. And that then was the like shots the of her with scene, the, You're just like, I'm scared of where this is going. Dude, this whole family got iced. <laughs> by this all in the bathroom. invisible mirror shard it's such a fun budget choice to have an invisible killer 
because it leads to so many great visuals of these people fighting their own impending deaths, mm-hmm. fighting, shaking hands, hand scissors away from your throat. To them. Yeah. But that kid got just done in with <laughs> no warning. This poor woman is like, like eyeballing the scissors, aiming straight from her throat. That kid just gets his neck broken by like a shut a window, slowly Whack. shut uh, window, guillotined in there with a crunch. I was that was too bad. I like that little brother. He was sitting there by the phone, letting it ring, and going, "I'm not expecting any calls Dude. today." Are you going to answer the phone? I'm not expecting any calls. What a sassy. These kids. Eating ice cream out of the carton. Oh, man. Was Take it coffee there. ice cream, too? Mm, I don't know. For Remember when he opened that? There were so many great little, like, opening that fridge and just that packed. That was a packed protective ice freezer. <laughs> Everything in there had protective ice on it, man. Uh, just the shots of, like, the guy at the lake eating the big bag of Uts. <laughs> yeah. There were so many cool, just like, ah. Uh, I love cool. when the Uts chips show up. It really just gets that regional stamp yeah. on it, right? Like, I don't know how many Cincinnati horror movies are out there, but they better be eating the worst chili oh, anybody's ever had, right? right? I need... we. If anybody knows of Cincinnati horror, we got we to gotta dive into a bunch of regional horrors. Mm-hmm. Remember we watched the guy that did... Uh, who was the Romero guy Ro- the that we saw? But he did that one movie set in like the worst part of Pennsylvania during the winter. And it was all just dead trees and freeways. Mm-hmm. Like, man, this is the bleakest movie I've seen. Right. And he just captures this new England horror. That's why it just felt so Amityville in a good way. Cause these deaths are violent, more violent than anything in the Amityville horror. You just don't get a bunch of James Brolin pinched faces. Right. Don't yeah. get as many of those, uh, but you get a cooler priest. The priest in this movie? Priest is good. Never in another thing. Mm-hmm. Great priest. Role. Probably actual priest. Yeah, probably. Just the local uh, priest. The couple who gets killed at the lake was an excellent, like, what very a- inventive slasher kill that you... I, I don't think I've seen anything like that in the Friday the 13th series. No. This is great. Yeah, if Jason did this to this couple... First off, the the girl that doesn't get killed, mm-hmm. total Nancy Loomis style Oh, babe. sure. Oh my gosh! Another girl in her blue jeans, white blouse, wearing <laughs> some in the white wrong era, boots. Man. man, take me back forty years. Why ago. did I not live in like East Virginia, nineteen eighty? <laughs> man, what did I miss out on? Right, the one girl who gets like makeout killed. That's like an e- that's like a nor'easter Jill Sholin, mm. total Jill Sholin vibe. And what a great parent! They could have gotten anybody for this. I love these kids. I love every person in this film. Right. But getting ice picked through, or whatever that is, tonged through the back of the neck, and then when his girlfriend finds him in the car and she gets shoved in, oh god, yeah, perfect, right? Yeah, the the so knife clever. or whatever sticking out the mouth, and then the ghost knows to just close the door on her ass and shove her into him, <laughs> and so she gets stabbed, and then it looks like they're making out. So yeah, I love the friends who are just like, "Fuck these guys, we're leaving." Yeah, we got our own car. We don't need to drive back together. They what know they where doing? we're going. I don't know. They haven't moved in an hour. It's such a great way to get out of them. Like also having to come up with a way to kill that other couple. Yeah, it's showing them they just really, take off. It shows them exclusively. That couple now in jail for the murder of their friends. Of course, a hundred percent. Oh, stuck together with like <laughs> God, so disgusting, right? But everybody just gets this iconic fashion. I love Susanna Love in her jean jacket and like sundress, smoking. That other girl with her white boots and blue. Wait, you're going to the beach? You're wearing your ankle boots to the beach? And also sitting 
perilously close on your blanket. Hmm. You see how close they were to that lapping water? She got thrown in by getting shoved like six inches. That's what happens when there's no undertow. You know, on the East Coast there, man, you can just walk out into that It's really stuff. calm yeah. shore versus the violent that, that might have even been like a, on a river or a lake or something. That, that's what it looked like. Was it even, do they call it a beach there? All those Midwest <laughs> beaches just look like dirt and water. We saw a few Midwest-style beaches and bones and all. It's just mm-hmm. grass up next to kind of a too busy river. Yeah, yeah. That's their beaches out there, right? Yeah. This is these distinctly New England It's kind of like a, yeah, a river bank. I don't that, know if you can call it a beach. That girl with her red hair, the one, the Nancy Loomis, it's like a Mary Warrenoff character, right? She just has that face. I love them. <laughs> but the dude in his Triumph shirt. <laughs> yeah. His tucked in, tight-ass Triumph shirt. I don't know if it's you like You want to talk the, about fashion? How about that kid in his Spider-Man shirt at the end? Oh, sick shirt. I was like, God damn it. That's yeah. a cool shirt. That's a sick <laughs> shirt. But just a, a black shirt with white, just Triumph. Triumph. I don't know if it's the motorcycle. I don't know if it's the Canadian right. rock band. Oh, I didn't even think. Probably motorcycle. Think so? I don't know. That's not that area is not that far. New Hampshire's right right Triumph, next to Montreal. Was that nineteen eighty? Was Triumph already around in eighty? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's the seventies. Lay it on the line. Mm-hmm. Lay it on. The, yeah, you know, like now I know kid could have been a fucking Triumph fan, yeah. right? I don't know. They had a gold album. Willie <laughs> <laughs> Lowe was like, "We got to get Triumph in there." <laughs> he saw him at Studio Fifty Four one night. He's like, "Don't worry, we'll get you in the movie." Yeah, we'll get you in Put there. Put him guys. on a shirt. I don't know how this happened, but at the beach, suddenly the whole movie was this, you know, Tim Tim Krog, Tim Krog synth score. Yeah. You know, this weepy, bleary synth score that I love. And then suddenly they're kind of doing that cool thing that I love when 20-somethings do at a beach in a movie where they're just listening to fake pop songs. <laughs> and I waited through the credits. It's another four out of five Doctors appearance. The band from, the party band from House on Sorority Row. Oh, the band that's actually playing live at the house party that we all thought was so cool. And I went out and saw, oh, they had actual albums. Four out of five doctors. That's right. Four With the number four out of number five doctors. What a dumb name. That's great. Making this cool kind of like jangly. They were the uh, go-to 80s fake pop band. Yeah, they were like a fake The Jam, mm-hmm. but from New Hampshire. So I found like a couple records there. really cheap. Loved them. Really great kind of like. And then they're just playing him at the beach. The fake Mary Warrenov girls just bumping him. Perfect. How do we get... F- I didn't know what an impact four out of five doctors had on early 80s horror. It's a weird to band go, to show up is, a couple of times a in a movie. four out of five doctors cast. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, I mean, obviously it was a thing they did, but man, this movie. But Jill, the, the Virginia Jill Sholin getting impaled on a dude's mouth. That's a Jason move. Oh, you guys want to kiss? Knife, back the neck, <laughs> smash their faces together. If Jason did that, it would be like, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. God. That's uh. And here it is. Just is this Does this predate Friday the 13th? They were both 1980. You talk uh, about, you know, yeah. this, is a, this is like before. Boogeyman somehow came out before slashers had really run through their course. 1980 is early. For theatrical slash. It is, yeah. 81 to 83 was when it really went crazy. But this has all the slasher elements and supernatural elements and Amityville <laughs> haunted mm-hmm. house elements. He's stealing liberally, but his the twist is always there, right? 
it's always his own distinct thing. And Susanna Love brings her own thing. It's a great combo. And I, yeah, for me, uh, I, you know, it succeeded because like you, I did not want to see like Susanna Love get killed. I did not want to see her kid get killed or even no. the husband. Like I wanted these characters to get out of this. She doesn't die. She's always the one in the end who yeah. fucks everyone up. Is that what it is? She all the oh, yeah, all the Lobo sure. love movie endings with her like murdering several people while making great like she's yeah faces. So in both this and yeah, Devonsville, it's like she could be a victim, but then ends up not being more of the threat. Yeah, uh, and this one she gets yeah possessed at the end and is just making her husband bleed out of his eyes, just, blind, and just eye blood just from old Jake, getting a bunch of knives to plunge into the back of the priest. Dude, the more bo- the bodies start piling up in this movie, that's why I'm talking about pacing. There's a lot of killing, mm-hmm. and the deaths are all memorably violent, right? The girls when she, when the scissors start taking over and start like cutting her own hair, that's cool. Mm-hmm. When the guy gets pitchforked through the neck up on the barn wall, Hanging that's a from scary the barn shot. Wall. Yeah, that's that, a good that shot. That's got the classic up. like blood dripping down onto the guy, and he's like, "Oh, you're bleeding." He's like, "What? Not me, huh?" Yeah. But it looked Body. sick, right? Once, yeah, once the aunt and uncle, that whole Ooh, family that, in Virginia got wrecked. With, yeah, the uncles get pitched for, and something happens to the aunt, I'm not sure, but there's a shot where you see her hands, like her fingers gripping the door from the other side on the top and the side. I was like, that's fuck, that is a creepy shot. That yes. was really creepy. Really Completely. creepy. Yeah, he gets, for, for the actors being so like normal people, which I think always, that's why we always love shot on video movies. It's like, oh, these are just dudes. Yep. <laughs> these are just guys in a house. You can see the house. <laughs> <laughs> this is the house, right? That's, this movie always has advice. It's like, oh, they found a house. And they're doing these things all in the, just the normal house's interiors. Mm-hmm. Like, it's no sets. All these Devons, it's like, oh, we have this old colonial village. You probably filmed that in West Virginia, too. Went to Colonial Williamsburg, but like a less popular place. And like, right. Can we use these cabins? Yeah? Great. <laughs> we're going to do weird Puritan sex stuff here. Sex shaming. And the way he builds to these endings, Devonsville finale is <laughs> a mm-hmm. cool finale. And the beginning of Devonsville. Remember all the women getting... One gets burned to death. Yep. The other gets... Ugh. Her getting tied to that wheel and rolled down a hill. Tied to a wheel. That's One of gross. them gets eaten by, by dogs, dogs or pigs. pigs. Yeah. Dude. Wow. And this is the same thing. Start with some gory, weird sex stuff. Mm-hmm. Get some good and, stabbing in there. End with a bunch of men getting wrecked by like a possessed woman. I love how Susanna loves like, I'm always going to be the possessed woman who just kills all these dudes at the end because she's so i love her making her faces with her teeth bare. i mean maybe that's and, her, a, and the green lights going off yeah, behind her the green light the when they when they touch the mirror and like everything turns red you know they put the red light he's like my god <laughs> <laughs> and then and, yeah she turns around and she's got like a piece of the mirror in her eye and it's all like shining and yeah I, goes green so you we're a big fan fun. of like when they do drawn like animated lightning Yes. In movies. Yeah, yeah. This doesn't have animated lightning, but I love in all the Lomo Love flicks. It's like, oh, Susanna Love's going to have some laser eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're giving her laser eyes in this. There's been nobody else in the movie with laser eyes up to that point. Everything in Devonsville was like, oh, sure, they burned her at a stake. They're, they're like pilgrims. Mm-hmm. They're archaic and shit. And then at the end, it's like, oh, she's got lasers? And this one is all just like a mirror shard, like causing people to throat stab. And it's like, oh shit, she's got lasers? <laughs> <laughs> the laser effects had to be expensive in 1980. 
but they demanded to have that. Had to happen. They skimped out on something. They're like, look, we can get one actor for one day. <laughs> we can get one guy that Good people enough. know. We they might did it not again, pay him. Yeah, in Devonsville with, with Pleasance. You right? know Pleasance was, in, was done by 3 p.m. Oh, yeah. He was done, right? He was in makeup, getting, going over. He was going to be home for dinner, right? But, you know... You break up Carradine into four different scenes. It's an 80-minute movie. Carradine's appearing every 20 minutes. It's perfect. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought he would just be in that one first first scene. But, yeah. yeah, they keep coming back to him. He gets a cool, like, looking over the lamp with the with the light You know it's like effect. a thing. Like, he probably didn't realize he was in the movie so much because half of his scene just feels like him kind of explaining the same things in different ways. Mm-hmm. So they're just using it just like, I'm insisting you have to go to Virginia. <laughs> they're like, should I be less insistent? It's like him just riffing on the same themes. Yeah. But it undeniably adds to it. Pleasance acts at times like he's in a different movie than Devonsville Terror. But it's a good Donald Pleasance thing. It's because it's Donald Pleasance talking about weird sex stuff. <laughs> Like, he's the guy that can stop it. And, like, if I remember correctly, like, pulling, like, worms out of his skin or something. Oh, yeah. He has a blood virus. They just add a blood virus angle to it where everybody else in Devonsville is under its spell. It could have just been guys guys that hated women. But Loma, like... (laughs) It could have been. That's that's what it was. was, But Loma wanted to put in, like, a... The strain kind of, like, blood worm virus. Sure. Do it. It's awesome. <laughs> well, that's the trick, right? Like, steal a, n- a little bit from enough different places that you get to make your own boogeyman. Yeah. And you just call it the boogeyman, even though it has nothing to do with what anyone would there assume are, a boogeyman is. There's not a is. single boogeyman in this To movie. me, a boogeyman was always under the bed or in the closet, Feels right? like a boogeyman, a child's monster. And this yeah. is, so this is another way all those new movies do. The real monster was the dead mom trauma. Mm-hmm, right. We had to burn down our family home to deal with our mom trauma. And this handles it in such a more interesting way, even though it's the exact same thing. It's actually the trauma that's the scary thing. <laughs> you know, it's her and Willie fighting against this you trauma. You gotta throw that well, or the uh, that mirror down the well. Yeah, everybody suddenly know, like, I read that you have to wrap a mirror in a blanket and bury it. Like, did you hear that about this mirror? (laughs) That's what I mean. It's like, it seems like that was a pretty common topic of conversation back then. Just like, you know what they say about mirrors. Oh, yeah. I have a different theory. People bring up mirrors a lot. I would have, this, if this movie was called It's About Mirrors, (laughs) I would have been so down. I was trying to, I was like, maybe they could have called it The Man in the Mirror. Man in the Mirror. No. There was a great shot mirror, mirror. when Willie was choking out the farmer's daughter where he's just like watching himself in the mirror like choker. It had a very Henry portrait of a serial killer kind of feel to that. Like, like Henry watching American Psycho, his... yeah. Totally. And yeah. it had that same kind of thing. Just as hokey as the mirror thing was and how much they explained it. As I said, they stuck to it so hard. <laughs> they stuck to their theme. They set up as... you. Tons of mirrors just reflecting things in this, and mm-hmm. with all the people constantly talking about these mirrors or cigarettes, <laughs> I'm like, I just love the vibes. But these Lomo love endings, they always know to save these fireworks for the end. Mm-hmm. They always know to save the the Susanna love laser eyes effects. The priest is getting. 18 different sharp implements flung into his back while blood is coming out of orifices. So many knives from... in this house. Yeah. They are just keeping Dozens. knives around these kids. Like, we can't ever go back to Arizona. 
This guy is hoarding knives. Then they're like, hey, could you pick up the uh, broken mirror pieces? Uh, little Kevin could step at it, cut himself. How about the 19 knives you've got hanging around <laughs> the kitchen? so many dangerous things <laughs> in the loosest drawers. But, <laughs> man, her doing her little growly faces with, growly. Her, with her mirror reflection laser eyes, the levitating mm-hmm. was cool. Mm-hmm. That was such a cool shot. The far Because this bath, uh, uh, kitchen feels tight. Yeah. It felt purposely tight when we're gathered and cramped around the table eating soup. It feels tight when she's murdering men in there, but then they do this pullback shot that just shows her as this kind of like demon entity. Oh shit! Were <laughs> we just pulled in this whole time just so the fi- this shot of her levitating would be driven home that well? There are too many adept shots in the Devonsville Terror and this one for this guy to be written off as a low budget sure guy with a rich girlfriend. Right? Yeah, there's purpose behind this stuff. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> it's funny. To I mean, the purpose think. is to make money, but artistically, yeah, there's there seems to be something behind what's going on. It's here. really funny that he worked like under Fassbender and then went on to make like brain scans, you know? And, but just like it'd be funny if it's like, oh yeah, I worked under Vim Vendors and now I'm making like American Ninja 3. Mm-hmm. Like that that's going to happen. But but I bet Fassbender loved these movies. Yeah, man. I bet he was like, Uli, very good. I, like. <laughs> I don't know, man. The idea of Fassbender just like them ex- like coming to... You can He's see like, Maria so Braun and I can see like... Yeah. <laughs> God, what a life. You uh, introduced me to how Susanna. Fun, how fun would that be? Meet Susanna, love it, Vassar. Get a Manhattan girl to just fund your shitty horror movies. What a dream. Mm. This guy is living the dream and... All these endings of these movies are so cool. I love this partnership. I don't know if it's a Rennie Harlan, Gina Davis. I can't say that it's McDormand, Cohen. But I can't. How can you root against this kind of pairing, right? Yeah. How can I, you root against this kind of partnership? I'm glad to know there's more because I, I want to see more. Do you know how cool Golan and Globus would be if they each had heiress girlfriends <laughs> that funded exactly. canon? Do you know how much better canon would be if it's just like, yeah, Kate Mara funded it. That's how she gets into movies. Everybody's asking, like, why did Kate Mara act in this many things? How does it keep happening? Oh, her father owns a football team. Mm-hmm. Oh, her mother owns a football team. Well, I get it now. <laughs> of course she's going to be in movies, right? So they're just in. Rooney Mara, at least, is a, is a treat in all her movies. Kate Mara is God. Suzanne Love. I'm not even sure I could tell you. You couldn't. She's the most forgettable Amy Adams that ever existed. I definitely know. Rooney's great. You know Rooney. Yeah. When you see it. You're gonna you're gonna watch the the Cape the perfect Kate Blanchett movie. Oh my god. But Susanna Love, man. I cannot explain the charm behind her brand of woodenness. It's just there. Mm -hmm. It's just on the screen, man. She is so cool. It's so punk rock. It'd be like if Tina Weymouth, the Talking Heads, was also a billionaire. <laughs> right? No, I also just really wanted to play bass. Oh, <laughs> what? That's so cool. These movies, we're, this is this is a Lomo cast now. <laughs> this is a love completionist. For February, so. we're in February, we're doing the rest of Susanna Love. Anything oh, okay. we haven't seen, it's going to be a good month call. of love. We could do that. We're doing Olivia. We're doing Brain Scan. We're doing The Boogeyman 2. Okay. We're doing Cocaine Cowboys. We're running the love gamut. It's happening. God, I love this movie. I I love Devonsville so much. Legitimately one of my favorite horror movies. 
Devonsville is just has such an dark atmosphere, partially due to the how much of it is lit in candle. Mm-hmm. But it's such a great take on like fighting the patriarchy, and Boogeyman is so kind of inept in a way that really sneaks up on you in a creepy way. I forget how much I love Boogeyman, except I've now watched it four or five times. So clearly, I dig this fake Amityville movie. Top three Amityville. Probably top three Boogeyman too, right? At least it's, it's <laughs> better. It's much better than the, the new PG thirteen Boogeyman. It's much better. Skip than the that. new one. Spend two dollars on Amazon. One. See this one. See Uli Lomo Susanna Love Project. If you have not been gifted with watching a waspy Vassar heiress. Just choose to spend her money making horror movies. Gift yourself that. Gift yourself that on a weekend. It's 80 minutes. It's mm-hmm. buying a flash. You're done with your drink and you're like, oh shit, the, the finale's coming. The big fireworks laser eyes show is coming. Came to this. It did. God damn. I can't wait to go upstairs and watch Olivia. <laughs> watch it all these. Let's do it. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. Good night.